It's the Manly Danger Show with your hosts, Chet Manley and Max Danger. When your appetite demands manly, dangerous ideas, this is the only podcast that will satisfy. If it's manly, if it's dangerous, then Chet and Max are there. And now, here they are, Chet Manley and Max Danger. All right, we are live. Hey, yes, it's the Manly Danger Show. Um, I am not Max, and my partner is not Chet. This is Jack Heald sitting in for Max Danger and uh, my compadre over there. What's your name again? Matthew. <laughs> Talk or you jackass or what? You can hear fine. I can barely hear. Okay, we're a- doing this thing. So this Max is, called me like an hour ago and said, look, do can you do the show for me? We're on assignment again, because they're always on assignment. Um, and so I called Matthew and said, hey, can you can you come over to the coffee shop? we got to do a Manly Danger show. So here we are. So you really can't hear me very well? I'm half deaf. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you put the ears in then. <laughs> Because I can definitely hear We're you. We're live. Um, this is literally the first time we've ever done this show in the same physical location. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I'm getting a lot more animosity from you <laughs> than, than over the you know, Wi-Fi. I like you I like you a lot when I'm not in the same zip code with you. I hear that from almost everyone. <laughs> yes. I'm okay, thinking, so uh, thinking I should it's probably the Manly move. Danger Show. We're supposed to talk about, uh, I think, oh, Max. I have, I have an idea. What? Uh, vituperative chiropractor. Chiropractic. Not vituperative. What was it? What Vitalistic. Was yeah, same thing. <laughs> you got so close. <laughs> My, I, I went to vituperative. <laughs> Okay. All right. I will tell you this. It was amazing. You went to a vituperative chiropractor. I don't know what vituperative means. Now I'm wondering if it's. That's super. I think it's almost precisely the opposite meaning of vitalistic. Like intrinsic and extrinsic are. Yeah. I don't think it's the same. That's worth a Google. You are. I don't have (laughs) headphones (laughs) yet. You got, so, we okay, got to we our got listening audience, man. here's got, the thing. Yeah. I said, oh, Matthew and I can be physically in the same location. I don't need headphones. Matthew will talk loud enough that I, I'm literally three feet. I could t- our knees are practically touching him. And because he's a rock star and knows how to use a microphone, he's talking like an FM DJ into the microphone so quietly FM. that I cannot yes, hear Yes, yes. I... I I do this all the time, so when I can hear, I just I just do whatever is necessary for the system. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, well, part of the system here is my ears, yes. which aren't hearing you. We need a we need a worker. You, I think you should put the earphones. Except in. that those are your earphones. Well, no, don't put these your in. ear canals. They would hurt you. Yes, they would. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So are well, we gonna? <laughs> This is this so you've is got going the really Jeff well. Goldblum. What was the other one you had? What you were working on the other day? <laughs> oh, I was doing. I did some Trump. Oh yeah, your it's Trump's terrific, actually terrific. pretty good. But I only do. I basically just do Kyle Dunnigan impressions. He's the greatest uh, Instagram page of all time. I have no idea what you're talking he's about. He's a He's a comedian, but he does. Do you feel like this show admit- has gotten off to an incredibly rocky start? Yeah, yeah. We're editing all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> but he does these amazing impressions of, like, really funny impressions of, you know, Trump and Caitlyn yeah. Jenner and his Caitlyn Jenner. It's oh my god! It's <laughs> so, it's so good. But yeah, he does. Uh, he does everybody. It's awesome. So I end up doing whenever you do it. It's like a lot of people did a Clinton impression. They were doing yeah. Daryl Hammond doing Bill Clinton. Oh, you know, like he would do the thing, and then he would do like all that right. stuff, and it, and, he, and it was more. He did a really good impression, but everybody did his impression. It's the same, you know. 
It's easier to do an impression so of a I person. So I could like do an impression of you doing an impression of him doing an impression of Trump. Yes. And Those are the if, be- I think and the if best- people said to me, that doesn't sound anything like Trump, I'd say, yeah, but it sounds just like Matthew doing Daryl Hammond doing it Trump. Does. Well, <laughs> I don't. I think Daryl Hammond used to do Trump. No, Kyle Dunnigan does these ones, and it's Kyle Dunnigan. I'm getting the names all it's wrong. It's easier to do an impression of an impressionist because they have done the hard work for right. They figured out the things that actually isolated are the, those three things right. that makes an impression because it's not really the tone. Exactly, it's more the phrasing and the, right. all that stuff. So, right. So uh, and usually, and their little, their little. Uh, you know mannerisms and stuff. So that's why when you do Goldblum, you don't have to do a good Goldblum impression. You just have to get into the yes, into the back of the throat, yeah, and then go yeah, 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 and that's it. That's, that's the impression. Yeah, you, don't you really see, have to I say think anything. the reason I laugh at your stuff <laughs> is because, not because by itself it's funny. It's just that it comes from. I have no earthly idea at any moment in time what's going to come out of your mouth. And most of the time, <laughs> it's not what I expect. Well, that, Which is, I guess that's really the core of humor, is the unexpected. You've got to set people up for yeah. to expect one thing and deliver something else. And if it's... And if it's unexpected enough and comes from a bizarre enough place and and still people can kind of see how it connected to what they thought, then it can be funny. Yeah, I think so. You know, Steve Allen Somebody wrote that, a book called How to Be Funny or Steve, something like that. Steve Allen? You would have no idea who was Steve like Allen first was. Was the show He was the yeah, host? first Tonight Show host. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know who that is. By the way, I watched that Allen new. I watched that new Amazon movie about late night TV called Late Night, starring uh, what's her name, Ellen, somebody. Ellen used to be married to Kenneth Branagh. Emma, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah, she's great. She is. She is a spectacularly she's really good. Is good that a actress. good movie? Huh? Is it a good movie? No, it's not a good movie. No, I didn't think so. It was an okay movie i mean if you like emma thompson and i, I do, do like her but i i have a hard she time is watching hot in this movie i have a hard and time watching I, I'm, uh, I'm talking hot in you know my age group oh yeah she's no, probably she's, not hot for a 20 she's a year old looking lady she's gotten better looking with age she's i think if you kind of keep it keep everything in shape you'll be fine uh, people and, are gonna and have a hollywood hot. budget to well, make yeah, look makeup good. is probably good, but I have a hard time with um, Mindy Kaling. What? Mindy Kaling. Yeah, she's had so much surgery that it's so distracting. It's hard. It's, I, I, I can't watch it. It's like, it, it, which is really sh- a shame because she used to be cute, but she used to be really smart and cool. Yeah, and like, fu- like she was legitimately funny. She was yeah. a writer and like, right. she was, like on The Office, she was awesome. Um, yeah, she wrote this one. Yeah, and you, th- I thought she might make it through relying on, on not her looks, but on her brains. Talent. Brains yeah. and talent. Yeah. And the humor. Yeah. Nope. Do you think talent exists? Uh, I, no. Okay, let us discuss. <laughs> That's a good question. I I because this, with this is a lot. this is a place where we we are definitely going to disagree. Yeah, I struggle with this a lot. Um, I choose because I have no idea, but I choose to think that talent doesn't exist because then it's then you have to work. So it's about the work. Well, it's of course it's about the work. But a lot of people come up to me and they go, "Oh, I wish I could sing like you." And I said, "You totally could. Just do it for as long as I have, and as, as obsessively, and focus on the right things, and you'll be easily as good. That if doesn't, not better. That doesn't. That doesn't go anywhere with the question of does talent exist, though. Right. But I'm choosing to think that it doesn't. 
even though I have no idea if it does or not. Okay, so my idea... Obviously, we're born with something. Yeah, what I think is that the starting line for some people is at different places than the starting line for other people. But if your starting line is 20 minutes from the... From 20 feet from the finish line and you don't run, somebody who starts 100 feet behind and runs is still going to beat you. Yeah, but it still... It gives people an excuse. It's not like, oh, I'll have to work a little harder than that guy or that girl or whatever. It's just, I wasn't... I didn't win the lottery. So I'm not going to do it. It's... Also, no, it's not an either-or thing. You can have talent and work. That's what everybody thinks. I don't think that's true. I mean, I do think that's true, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm refusing to <laughs> because here's the thing. A lot of I think people, what's happening is go, I'm trying to nail you down, and you're choosing to not be nailed down. That's what I think is happening. Uh, no, it's. I think it might be the opposite. I really kind of agree what? with you. I might agree with you, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It's not a good idea. It's like thinking. What's of yourself, not a good idea? It's like thinking of yourself as an artist. Even if it's true, it's not a good idea. Same as a victim. Even if okay. you are an actual victim. So being an artist is the same as being a victim. Yeah. Even if. <laughs> even if it's true, it's a bad idea to think of and, yourself. And that yes, way. to my listening audience, this is why. <laughs> I that's, never know what's going to come out of out of your mouth. That's why. And it's like a lot, like people like that think of themselves as artists are late to things. Are what? Are late. Oh, you're like oh. Well, I mean, I'm, there is certainly some truth to that. A lot of, a lot of oh, people. Oh, I'm creative, so you can't excuse. expect me to be on time. Society right? gives you an excuse. Oh, you're an, you're a musician. It's fine. You can show up whenever you want. And I go no, no. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you realize there's actually some scientifically scientific validity to that, right? What? Being an artist? Creatives tend to be high in openness and low in conscientiousness. And that is a big five personality trait. Yeah. Those are big five personality traits. Yeah. That's not to say just because you're low in conscientiousness gives you an excuse to be late. But but people who are high on high openness, low conscientiousness are more prone to not care about being on time. Yeah. It's not an excuse, but it is. But they, sh- but they should. Well, agree. So it's they the same shouldn't. thing. It's a, People that are victims had something really bad happen to them. Right. If you think of yourself that way, and that's yeah. how you define you yourself, per- like, oh, yourself I'm that a creative, way. or I, can, I have a different set of rules. No, you don't. Okay. Well, I dig that. It's kind of like how... Yeah, you don't have how a the, different set of rules. The best parents of uh, paraplegics or, or uh, what do you call them, amputees. Like if your kid had to get their foot amputated, the better parent is going to go, I don't care if you have one leg or two, get your fake leg on it and get out to the bus. Yeah. They don't give them excuses. They don't say, oh, it's okay, you, you're having a hard time. They go, get your fake foot on and get out, get out the door. Yeah, it's it might be tougher for you than your brother who has two feet, but it, it, that so what? Yeah, but the world doesn't care. No, yeah, and they shouldn't, and they shouldn't go. Well, we're just going to wait forever for the one-footed kid. That's going to turn him into a goddamn monster. Yeah, and it's the same thing with creatives, and the same thing with uh, you know victims. And if you, if you define yourself that way, you will be a monster pretty soon. Yeah, and then you and then you can justify acting like a you know whatever. But back to your question. Boy, this really this this conversation got serious in a hurry. It's, well, yeah, I'm I'm circling back though. The talent thing. What is the point of trying to? It's like nature or nurture. That whole argument. This is exactly what it is. What's the point of saying? Well, you that was. You just had a better starting point, or or you're, you, know, you you got a head start, or whatever it is. It's a privilege. The whole thing. Who cares? Somebody that was that was uh, born as a trust fund kid. My, you know, I was one of the eight, and my parents weren't super well off at all. Yeah. 
we were like I got zero money for college zero money for anything I moved out at 17 yeah and that was it yeah but if I spend my whole time going well somebody else dude got no this is what you get get on with it what's what's yeah. next yeah. what are you doing I've you know I'm uh, I'm getting up there in terms of the mileage on on the body and um, I'm I've read this I've, I'm, I read a lot about how to take care of yourself as you get older and one of the things one of the ideas that I've stumbled across that has really resonated with me is that aging is your sport and you you have to train for your sport and this is cool and it, it, it never ends athletes never stop training you work on skills specific to your individual competition, but in, but training is something you do to keep your body at the optimal level of fitness for your for your events, whatever it is. So it's like there's training and then there's practicing your skills. Um, so the training for aging is, you know, for for me the very best approach is is lifting heavy things. And one of the one of the ideas in weightlifting is you've always got to be pushing yourself to your limit in order to increase your limit. Right. You know, if if I can if I can deadlift 185 pounds eight times without any effort, it actually doesn't do me a lot of good to deadlift 185 pounds eight times. I've got to find what's my upper limit. Right. And then work so that that upper limit keeps bumping up exercise after exercise and that's actually the way you train for aging is you constantly are pushing your your limits and i think that's i think that that is true across every realm of life is if you're if you're living safely inside your limits your limits are going to are actually going to your your borders are going to are going to contract on you. Your, your the area over which you have dominance is going to contract. So you're either pushing your borders out, or somebody else is pushing them in, or somebody or something is pushing them in. Yeah. So I'm not sure where yeah, I was going with I that. I think it was just to, you just wanted to mention how much you can deadlift. Oh, I can deadlift more than that. I'm just trying. <laughs> Well, you said eight times. That's a lot. Yeah, well, that's true. It was a good way of sneaking it in. in this, Thank you. In a fake I appreciate that. Sporting. Aging. Yeah, before I before I tore this disc in my back <laughs> a sports. year ago, I think my let's see my oh, top. You're doing it again. I squatted 285. <laughs> that's a lot. I got 285 by one. You know that's I mean? more than I weigh. It's more than I weigh, too. That's good. I could have put you on my back. Well. As long as you would hold still and not wiggle. Yeah, the, I think the the, dumb, the barbell isn't as squirmy or fleshy. Matthew is talking oh, really my. quiet. It's quite low. You realize I'm half deaf, right? I didn't know I've that. I've pointed that out. When? About 30 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't know. I just didn't know that before today. Yeah. Interesting. I genuinely have actual hearing loss. Maybe you should train for that. You know, I've got this <laughs> app on my phone. Seriously. Yeah. It's got this neural... I can't remember what, it, what it's called. But it works on on the on your your ear nerves, your hearing nerves. That's cool. Um, and it's designed to offset tinnitus or tinnitus. I think is how it's actually pronounced, but nobody pronounces it that way. If no one pronounces it that way, that's not how it's pronounced. I think ear doctors pronounce it that way, but nobody else does. The, I and besides that, everything else is itis. You got. They're just doing that to sound. Like the I think you're right. You. You're not pronouncing it correctly. We have a god complex, and we have no other way to show it other than to say tinnitus. 
What? Get out <laughs> I of here. spend my day looking inside waxy ears. I need to do something to feel yeah, superior. Yeah, just because you picked a gross job doesn't mean you have to <laughs> try to make yourself seem smarter than me. Okay, so I, I actually had something. I had, there's something in the news right now, which is going to date this show, obviously. Yeah. But it's still really cool. Um, I think it's very interesting. Uh, have you paid any attention to, to to what's happened with the NBA in the last, like, 36 hours? No. So the NBA is huge in China. LeBron James has a billion-dollar lifetime contract with Nike. And, Nike. and the NBA makes... They think somewhere in the neighborhood of $4 billion a year in China alone. This player, this guy who used to play for the Houston Rockets was named Yao Ming yeah. from China. You know Yao Ming yeah. from China? Seven, so the seven, Houston Rockets, up until about 36 hours ago, were the biggest NBA franchise in China. LeBron James is in China right now. You know what's going on in Hong Kong, and this is yeah. this is more like Evergreen. You know, they're they are protesting because the Chinese government is cracking down. Hong Kong has been able to operate up until just recently under the same set of laws that they had when they were a protectorate of the United Kingdom right. twenty years ago. And it's supposed to last for another fifty. Yeah, and China's going, ah, not so much. And so they've been protesting now for going on four months. Yeah protesting millions of people waving the American flag by the way to say right. we want American style freedoms um, so Daryl Morey who is the general manager of the Houston Rockets and widely considered one of the one of the brighter general managers in the NBA tweeted out I think it was yesterday might have been two days ago his support for the democratic movement in Hong Kong Wow. Okay. That's all he did. He basically, I support, you know, the right to self-determination that the citizens of Hong Kong want to have. Well, the NBA went apeshit because... You're not allowed to criticize money, the money, Chinese money. government right. but if here's you're part of the NFL. Here's what's fascinating. The NBA is totally... The NBA moved their all-star game out of Charlotte the year that, the, that North Carolina voted to restrict same-sex oh, bathrooms. bathrooms. Right. So they're totally cool with making sure that they're, they're politically correct when it comes to idiotic things like same-sex bathrooms. But one of their GMs stands up for fundamental human rights. Like, and like the right to their shit. due process, for example, stuff like that. They're losing their shit. And so there's this massive firestorm. And, you know, we're recording this before everything's resolved. LeBron James is justifiably famous for taking a controversial stands on social justice issues. But he's got a billion dollar contract not, with, with I Nike. I don't think he's that. He controversial. Has, he's spoken out about about social justice hell, yeah, issues. Hell, yeah, but I, he he's not like a. Um, I don't think of him like like making waves. Like what's that other guy? The guy that it would kneel down. Oh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that shows you how. Well, but the NFL <laughs> was upset with Kaepernick because it was costing them money. Well, yeah, but it was also... And so LeBron James's stuff has, by and large, to this point, not cost the NBA money. So what is he doing now? He's in China on a goodwill tour. Actually, the Lakers and the Nets are in China to play some games because the NBA is very popular in China. Wow. Money. It's a big deal, I think, to certain people. I think it's really fascinating what's happening. We've got... These companies that are capitalist, they're there to make money, and they're totally cool with supporting... I mean, Nike's the one that gave Colin Kaepernick a giant contract after he took this stand. Oh, yeah, yeah we're all behind social justice. 
Right. Well, guess how big the NFL is in China? Nobody cares. So are they going to back up somebody like LeBron James for taking a stand for a social justice issue like, oh, I don't know, self-determination and democracy? What is he? He's on a goodwill tour. Goodwill with who? With whom? With the NBA. No, so he's with the NBA, obviously. But is he trying to make nice with the Chinese government? or Well... It's not just Hong Kong. No, he's not in Hong Kong. He's in mainland China. That's what I mean. So he's... Getting the, he's just the spreading NBA the gospel of the NBA more into China, so in, so the NBA can sell more merchandise. Yeah, but why now? It just it was a coincidence that he happened to be oh, there. Really? Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! That's what's amazing. Yeah. You know, two days ago, Maury tweets this out because this stuff's been going on in Hong Kong for four months. And Maury, to his credit... He's not a lefty. Uh, I don't know. I think he backpedaled a little bit. I think he said something like, oh, this is, this is my opinion, not the opinion of the Houston Rockets or something. I don't know. It was... I mean, I was I was like, wow, this is great. This guy's actually standing up for fundamental human rights. Um, it's it's, yeah, it's, you can it's only throwing do, the hypocrisy... You can only do that if the country that you're talking about is broke you can't stand up morally for human rights against a rich country <laughs> that's crazy because people are going to lose money yeah exactly so that's not, that's not exactly. okay it would be fine if they were if it was um, Nigeria right you know, if you were, uh, can you believe Mugabe? I think they should protect the freedoms of the people. You're right. Whatever. They'd be like, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. But a country that's well, doing well, you can't be doing that. Come yeah. on. Come on, get it together. Maury. What's his name? <laughs> uh, I just, Dave, Doug, Dennis, Don. Yeah. Bill, I can't remember. Maury. John. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I hadn't heard about it. I haven't been reading the news much uh, this week because I am I got challenged by my friend to this fitness thing on the Apple Watch. Do you have an Apple Watch? Yeah. Well, and I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's on oh. all the time. So he he sends me this challenge, and uh, I uh, so obviously I have to accept it and then win. Obviously, but then I found out that there's a maximum amount of points that you can get. Right. So the first day, maxed out the points because he came out guns blazing. Right. He came out. Uh, God bless him. He, he, so what's the challenge? It's a fitness thing. So you get points for movement, exercise and standing. Those are the three rings or whatever. Standing doesn't mean anything because it's stupid. Standing? Well, I think it's good for people that with office jobs, but I never I never even look at that and I end up getting 15 to 17 or 18 hours a day because I'm just more active. But there's certain people that sit for too long yeah, and they need to get up and just move a right. little bit. Right. So there, that's one thing, but that doesn't really apply to me. So the other two is what we're worried about. He comes out. I, I come out at, at about uh, 7.45 or whatever in the morning, sit on the couch. 8.15, I get a, a message. You get messages right? Uh, together. Hey, Sturgis uh, finished a workout. And he, and oh, so it's you, Sturgis who's, who's, who gave you the yeah, challenge? Yeah, and so you scroll you scroll up or scroll down and you can see what he did. So he did an outdoor bike like uh, workout and he did like 35 minutes on the bike or he went like seven miles. I was like, damn, he's coming out guns blazing. <laughs> then, so I go, ah, okay, I'll catch up with him. And I didn't know that there was, that there was a maximum. So I was just thinking, like, I'm going to have to make it up, and I hopefully he can't keep working out at this rate until midnight. 
because that would have been insane. So I was like, I'll, I'll get him later. And so then he goes and does a 2.35 mile walk outside. So he just walks. This man is a maniac. So then, then I go, all right. Guess I'm going to the gym. <laughs> so I went to the gym and just lit it up. Just went way more than I usually do. Uh, and then at, at some point near the end of what I was hoping was the end of my workout and I thought I was going to have to go home and then like be like curling and doing push-ups and doing, until midnight like just because I'm not going to lose was this just a one um, day challenge? seven oh okay so and you get one point for every percentage of whatever it is that you do so we both had our movement is whatever above what you would normally burn for your height and weight right and then you set that for whatever above that is. So for me, it was it, we, I, I think we set it both. We had it at 800 above what you normally burn. So gotcha. if I'm going to burn 2,000 calories a day or 2,200 a day or whatever it is by just being alive, movement is everything above that. And, I, and you set it for that and then you go right. beyond it or whatever. Right. So at some point at the gym, it... It pulls up like, hey, you've earned the maximum amount of points for the day. And I go, oh, thank God. <laughs> so all I need to do, and it's it's about two hours, two, two to two and a half hours of, like, full steam working out. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot. But yeah. Can, but then once you're done, you don't have to worry about it. Right. Then you're like, okay, we, we've both, and so we've both maxed out every day. So no one's going to win, but at least nobody's going to lose. Like, I'm not going to lose. I'm just doing the maximum. He can do whatever he wants. Um, But uh, anyway, so I haven't been watching the news a lot. I've just been, like, trying to figure out how to get this stuff done without killing myself. I don't know if this thing really even shows up in the news. It was in the sports. I listen to Dan Patrick on my phone now and then. Uh, I got up and worked out this morning. Yes, I worked out too. Yeah, uh, and I, that's what I—that's where I heard it. It's a fascinating combination of things, though. You know, you've got the stuff going on in China. You, Daryl, Daryl Morey is his name. I knew it was a D. <laughs> Daryl Morey just kind of spontaneously tweets this support of the Hong Kong protesters. The Nets and the Lakers are in China at the same time, and. The team that Daryl Morey's the GM of is the most popular team in China. It's just this. Oh, yeah. It's it's gonna expose. What are what are the Chinese people thinking? Not the government, obviously, but well, the Chinese people love the NBA and they love the Rockets. Do they do they care about the Hong Kong? Well, we don't know what population. We don't know because the Chinese government controls the media. Well, yeah, they can't. So, I mean, that's kind of the point of the whole thing is, oh, are we on the side of the total- totalitarian country that well, sends us big checks every year? Or are we on the side of would, the little bitty Hong Kong? Authoritarian. But well, of course a, that's what they're going to do. It's and it's going to expose them to the massive hypocrites they no, are. I, I was just making the distinction between totalitarian and authoritarian. I think they're authoritarian in my Good point. They are not totalitarian. They but, are authoritarian. Uh, but yeah, you can't. They can't. You can't just make people disappear in Hong Kong, and that's what they're fighting against. Yeah, it, it's is getting the, well. The sheer hypocrisy re-absorbed. of saying we're not going to give Charlotte, North Carolina, our money because they made gender-neutral bathrooms a thing. But by God, we're going to let. We're going to. We're going to sell as much merchandise in China as we possibly can in spite of the fact that they're literally shooting protesters in the street. Well, that's... I don't know if that's hypocrisy. There needs to be another name for this. For this, that it's, it's only okay... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I take principled stands as long as it's convenient. As long as it's convenient, yeah. And it's yes. not... It's kind of like like uh, the LGBTQ people condemning or criticizing uh, Islamic countries where women can't drive. Oh, yeah. It's just 
What? What? Yeah. There, ha- there probably we only, is a We only criticize it. in places where it costs us nothing. Right. right. Or if... Yeah. Or if they're not... A, we only... Cri- <laughs> it's like... How are... It's a very. We need you know, a word for it. Max and Chet may not have us back after this. <laughs> I don't care. You realize that? <laughs> I don't care. They're probably going to die on their uh, wings. Do you have any idea what they're doing? They're base jumping. In Get out suits. of town, those morons! Yeah, they're going to liquefy themselves against the side of a rock. Anyway, there has to be. We got to make up a word. Maybe it is vituperative. Maybe that's how we're vituperative principalism. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's going to be uh, a very successful word from now on. Let's start this up. What? You're, you're, to doing turn your FM, you're doing your FM DJ voice. <laughs> I'm going to go ask. And him. that was that was the fourth cut on the back side of the second album. Of this is what happens. Did we got... Let's do a podcast and be right by a fucking speaker. Let's That's that. a great idea. Why don't we do that? That sounds good. We'll talk really quiet. And no one, not microphone. everyone will have uh, earphones. That's this right. It's going great for me. I yeah, can I'm glad you... How much are those, the, are those earphones? These ones, I think, were 550 <laughs> And the ones I have in my pocket were $8. Eight. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Which probably accounts for some of the differences well, in sound quality. I would also say the sound quality is great in, in mine, but like the use that I get out of them, too, is... I have mine in my ears every day. Crazy. For how long? Hours. No, I mean, how long have you had those? Those are going to break before... Well, yeah, Before but it's the second pair I bought. Right. I I've mean, had, you know, they last about, I don't know, 10, 12 months, and I buy another pair. Yeah. In another 40 years, I will have spent as much on headphones <laughs> as you spent on yours. No, because I, I will have definitely gotten got another pair. I'm probably $500. Due, in another year, I'll probably get another pair. Because you're... you're uh, the molds change, like your ears. Really? Change. Well, I've had them for the inside of your ear changes shape. Yeah, just like everything. What do you, your ears get fatter or something? No, I, I don't tend to gain a lot of weight in my inner ear. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. That doesn't um, seem like the place where that would happen. I uh, no, it's uh, it just does. It's you know, stuff changes. Little, it's a tiny bit, but it's enough that. It gets uncomfortable. How long have you had those? Bit. These are still super comfortable. I've had them since 2015. So four was years. that when you guys were touring? Yeah. Is that when uh, you got them? So they're they're still super comfortable, and they're clear as a bell. Works so great. we'll go ahead and say the brand, so we can see if we can get some sponsorship on this. These are uh, 64 Audio. Yeah. 64. Yes. 64 Audio. That's a name. They're better than other companies so go ahead and give us the full commercial they are uh, picture yourself at the bottom of the lake (laughs) okay I've done that so far okay you're with me I'm with you I'm on the bottom of the lake picturing myself there you're at the bottom of the lake facing Uh up face up now picture yourself buying some in-ear monitors You got you with me? From the bottom of the lake. No, online. You got them online. Super easy. And then okay, all you do is wait a minute. Am I online at the bottom of no, the lake? No, it's just warming up your uh, your mental. Uh, oh, we changed vision. directions here. Yeah, I was just I'm no longer sure on the bottom of the you lake. You could envision things, and then I wanted to get you to buy Okay, something. you want me to envision buying these online? Yeah, you taught me about that, actually. There was a guy that wrote for uh, he wrote a commercial, a radio commercial. Yeah. yeah. And he it was for Rolex, and it had nothing to do with Rolex until the end. Right, goes, exactly. Picture yourself on a mountain, and the air is crisp, right. and the wind is tickling your knob, or whatever. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I don't and then, tickling uh, your knob was you, one of the lines. In once that. you get back, but I'll down, go back and check. Once you get back down from the mountain, come get your Rolex. You've earned it, or something. Yeah. And it was uh, that. So that's what I was doing. 
I was kind of only, the same Only thing. you had me on the bottom of the lake. Picture yourself on the bottom of a lake. No. Kind of part of the whole magic of that commercial was it was aspirational. Yes. You know? Mine. <laughs> so, Mine was for more... those of you who have thought that the pinnacle of your life was to be laying on the bottom, face up on the bottom <laughs> of the lake, this commercial is for you. I'm guessing we're not going to get 64 Audio to sponsor us with, with the quality of commercials you're writing right now. I assumed that we wouldn't be publishing this podcast because it's ridiculous. Well, it's going to be published <laughs> regardless. Oh, God. We're trying to get sponsorship. Let's just do commercials. Why, why are we doing oh, a podcast? That's a great idea. Our podcast could just be commercials. We, sh- we should just talk about stuff that we like. Right. Do you have expensive sunglasses? Yeah. The See, Ray-Bans. I paid $15 for these. You're not going to be it. Yeah, I'm not going to get sponsorship for a $15 pair of sunglasses. No, I have all kinds of expensive stuff because I'm... Uh, you can't see this at home, but uh, I'm making a very grand gesture about how, how uh, wealthy I am. So I have many leather-bound books and fry boots. Do you have any fry boots? No, you gotta get I do not. some fry boots. We should start an Instagram page and just do fake commercials. You know, I actually, years ago, I did a website that was fake album reviews. You would make up a band name, and you'd, and you'd create a, an album cover and then write a review of this fake band. It was what a brilliant it? idea. Fake album reviews. Let's not be throwing the word brilliant around just willy-nilly. I, I, I'm not throwing it around willy-nilly. That's I a, think it was a brilliant idea. It's a fine idea. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Admittedly, I have a, I may have a tendency toward hyperbole. Let's. Uh, it actually is or a good idea. In Although, another way, I might. It might be hyperbole, is actually. But oh no, you're talking like a doctor. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, to go with my tinnitus. <laughs> your uh, your idea is, I think, solid. Although maybe if you had just done actual albums. Like real, that was way more work. It was so much easier just reviewing an album to, for a band that didn't exist. You, you didn't have to listen to it, too. Okay, I'm listening now. No, you didn't have to listen to the album. No, it's not like you would go make the record and then review. <laughs> oh, you mean review real albums that I hadn't actually listened to. Oh, that's an interesting idea. That's just Album as easy. reviews of albums we didn't listen to. I bet you could do... I'll bet you're right. I, could, I bet you could do that for two years. That's a brilliant idea. That is more like it. Let's... We should see the next time Chet and Matt have... Chet and Max have us on, we should review albums we haven't listened to. And that mixed in with mostly commercials for things. <laughs> with mostly commercials. Yeah, like... All right, so what do you want to advertise? I think it's good to start with stuff you like. Okay. And then switch to whoever's giving you money. Okay. Later. I can go with that. But as long as you're doing them for free, do stuff that you enjoy that you can personally get behind. Well, we could also do advertisements for stuff we hate and just talk about it. Like... What like cat abortions? I, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna take any money from from cat abortion companies, man. I'm not doing it. I have principles. I'm sticking with Ray Ban. I'm drawing the line. Uh, cat abortions. Ray Ban. Oh my god. Fry boots. <sighs> Uh, what else do I like? Are those fry boots? Is that what those are? These aren't. No, these are my. These are just kickers. But um, I've got some boots that <clears throat> they're not. I've got some Chelsea boots. You know the slip-on yeah, yeah. jobs that I that are. I like them, but I did the concert Saturday night on them, and oh my god, my feet hurt. Oh yeah, you got to get some fry boots. 
This is part of the commercial. Oh, fry boots. I got to get fry boots. Because oh. once you break them in, they're right. super comfortable forever. That's what I want. Is I want super comfortable. Can I ride my motorcycle on the, in them? Can yes. I wear them to ride my motorcycle? Yeah. That's Will they protect my feet? Yes. Wow. From what else are they good for, Matthew? From anything. They, Can I have sex in them? It's not. With other people, I mean. It's not recommended. Um, but they are durable enough. <laughs> we are totally going after fries for to sponsor the. They're not going to. I think they're too big. But uh, don't you think they would have an appreciation for the the charming eclectic nature of this show? I don't think so. I don't even know if we do. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> We want to go after like small local businesses that are trying to figure out what to do, and they're they're trying to get their their uh, cat parenthood company up and running, and they need to they have four or five hundred bucks that they need to spend, and then they give it to us, and then we pretend like we like it. Oh, I like that. But until then, I think we should just do uh, amazing Ray-Ban ads. Okay. Um, if you want to look like a have like you have classic sunglasses, you know those black ones. Get some Ray Bans. Brilliant yes. stuff, Matthew. Brilliant. Picture yourself at the bottom of the lake. No, with no, the no. sun in your eyes. No, no, no. Picture yourself at at the entrance to the zoo, whatever zoo it is. It doesn't have to be a specific one. Okay. And then picture yourself walking in. And you get this feeling of anticipation, like you're going to go to the zoo, you know? And then uh, you don't want to be at the zoo squinting all day in the sun, in the heat. Get some sunglasses, baby. Why not Ray-Bans? Why should I get Ray-Bans when I have these $15 pair of sunglasses, Matthew? Because... I think it has something to do with people wanting to uh, spoon you. I think more people want to spoon someone with Ray-Bans than with $15 gas station sunglasses. Uh, I didn't get these at a gas station. Didn't you though? Sometimes, sometimes this should totally be video as well. <laughs> Didn't you though? Oh God, we should do that. We should set up and do video with these. Okay. This in the background. Well, I think our. Oh, let's do an advertisement for for where we're at. I think our. Inst- oh yeah, this is great. I love Sip Coffee. And and we are doing this podcast right here on the porch of Sip Coffee in beautiful Old Town Scottsdale, at the corner of Scottsdale and Goldwater. Where I buy my coffee beans. Pound of coffee beans. Hey, they didn't put the sticker on. I'm going back and asking for the sticker. I normally have a sticker on my bag. See, this is that's why. That's why you do stuff. Because if you bring a date home and there's no sticker that's on the right. bag, she goes, go, What did you get this from Sprouts? That's right. No. This is some sort of generic coffee. Right. That's right. You gotta have a cut like a like okay. A stamp and then a country from where it's from. They need to write it on it. Totally. That was from Kenya. Yes, yes. They make amazing beans in it with an earthy flavor. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's good. Okay, so we should let's let's wrap it up. So we'll wrap it up and right. and like we actually had sponsors for the show. This episode of the Manly Danger broadcast is podcast is brought to you by. 64 audio Sip coffee and beer and 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 64 audio and and Nissan Motors they oh that's right you drive a Nissan uh, yeah but and it's broken I, I'm hoping they're gonna fix it ah. but I don't think the part that I have that I, that I need is part of the powertrain thing so I'm gonna need to try to talk them into Thinking that it might be part of the powertrain. Gotcha. Which I need. So it's like a windshield wiper motor. No, it's a, it's a turbo, something or other going on with the turbo. That's part of the powertrain. That's what I thought. 
Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm taking it in. I know know a lot about motors and engines and cars, but I know that if it's a part of the turbocharger, it's part of the power. Train. It's part of the engine. That's right. It should be. Yeah. Get on it, Nissan. That's right. And thank you so much for sponsoring this. Thank podcast. you for sponsoring this podcast. And and fry boots. Fry boots and and Klondike bars. If you've ever been on top of a mountain, you know what it tastes like to bite into a polar bear. Yes. Uh, it tastes like mint. Minty, chocolatey. Uh, See, I think part of the whole thing about like getting sponsorships is that they send us free samples of stuff. So I would, for example, would like free samples of large cuts of beef. Yes, I I agree. I want that. So steak, whiskey, steak, whiskey, good coffee. tobacco, good coffee. I right. don't. I would go with tobacco, but it's it's very rare that I like something that someone else picked out. You know, I really that, only that like place a couple of, at Big couple Sticks, of different kinds. That that d- Big Sticks down in Mesa, yeah. at the corner of Mesa and of, at the corner of Maine and Dobson, I think. Um, they've got this blend called Chartwell that I love. Have I shared that with you? I don't think so. Yeah, I just bought another bag, seven dollars for two ounces. Great deal. This actually could work. It could. Somebody might end, end up giving us like twelve dollars. Yeah. We can get 10 or 15 I just bucks want for free it, stuff. That's all I want. Free, yeah, I just want free, free steak stuff. and booze. I will advertise your thingy in exchange for free stuff. We Especially won't even charge if it's you. steak. That's a great idea. Well, if we got an if we got an Instagram with good fake commercials and just started doing it, I think eventually after a few years you'd have to get featured on on the Super Bowl. Sure. Absolutely. Somebody would go, hey, let's commit to that. Funny. Let's do Let's that. commit yeah. to doing several years of this. Yeah. Great. Okay. Several years of doing something for free. Yeah, right. Sounds Which is, gets, kind of rounds this conversation out because that's what talent is. Doing, doing it stuff for, for free. several years for free oh. until you're amazing at it and somebody says, here's $150. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we put in enough time. I think they'll. I think Max and Chet will send us a paycheck for this one. Cool. Bye. Ciao, baby. You've been listening to the Manly Danger Show, a Thirty Eight Adams production. Visit us on the web at thirtyeightadams.com.